Game Pass subscribers, and welcome to another episode of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play all the games on Microsoft's Game Pass service. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them, so you all don't have them. to. By the end of the show, them. we're going to tell you if a game is good enough to pass along to your friends or just pass it on by. I am Corey, joined by Basher. Uh, we're playing all the games. All of them. All, like, 197 or whatever. Yeah, we, we, we can get through it. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty simple. It's actually kind of crazy how many games I've actually played on that list. It, you know, it's, I probably could have done something more productive with my life, but whatever. Uh, housekeeping at the beginning of the show. So we are officially official. That's how official we are. are like a rap with a whistle? Like, yeah. What do you mean? Exactly. No, so we are on a l- boatload of podcast services, and I just wanted to do a quick shout out to say, hey, if you see us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Outcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, what? Breaker, what? Google Podcasts, anywhere, go ahead and give us a rate if you'd like. You know, Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, but that's the easiest way for us to spread the love of Game Pass. Unless you listen on Spotify, then you can fuck off. <laughs> Stand by it. it's still by far our most played platform is spotify so wait wait a minute wait a minute our last episode is a new king anchor i guess you know what i guess we probably should i didn't think about it but because i'm looking at the distribution page and it doesn't have an anchor spot but we are also on anchor (laughs) oh that's right yeah Yeah. oops the primary platform right that's right since it's not listed here, yeah, we're on Anchor as well, so you can leave us a comment there, or leave us a voicemail, whatever you would like. But let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Helps us out. It's always a good time. You can follow us on Twitter, etc. But this week's episode is a follow-up kind of sort of thing. So last time we played Halo Wars, Halo Wars, I almost said a bad name, <laughs> Definitive Edition. <laughs> Don't worry. And th- <laughs> so we this week we did the follow-up, which is Halo Wars 2. This game was developed by Creative Assembly with 343 Studios, uh, Ensemble Studios, which made the first one. Unfortunately, was no longer around. Uh, Microsoft closed that studio, so that was sad. So obviously, this is an RTS. The regular price of this game is $39.99. It is available on PC or Xbox with Xbox Play Anywhere and Crossplay. So if you're playing on console, you can play with your PC friends. That includes Versus as well as Co-op. Uh, let's see, there is a DLC pack that was released that is not available with the uh, Game Pass version for $20, which adds more missions for a campaign as well as some new leaders, which we'll talk about. The This game is Xbox One X Enhanced for all of you X owners out there. I am one of them. As someone who has played both on PC and Xbox, it looks pretty freaking nice on the One X, I will say. As I only have a 1080p monitor on the PC, and that's what I played it on this time. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was interesting seeing both of those. But um, the last thing would be that the achievement difficulty, I would rate it 7 out of 10. I know Basher doesn't care about that, but this game requires a ton of time. And a lot of the achievements are not difficult, but they take a lot of time in terms of playing like 50 rounds of this game which these games can last anywhere from 20 to an hour so that is all of the what's the word I'm looking for the micro details so i'm more interested to know what your thoughts were basher because i think we both agreed that the first game was uh, that was the first game that we did not recommend and we said that you should pass it on by and i'm still and, and i still like uh and I'm still kind of uh, I don't want to shit on that team what they did with that first game at all. Like I really don't because it's like your first attempt at this genre game on this 
on 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 a on a system, it's like I get it. Like you know, like you're not. It's not gonna be perfect. Not gonna be knocked out of park. I get that. Uh, but instantly, Halo Two, Halo Wars Two, rather, is a much, much, much better. Like yeah, leagues yeah. better. Like it's to the point where it's kind of like I'm. Why does Halo? How? Why does Halo Wars One even exist? <laughs> like this is a. This was the uh, like an, an inc- like I'm super impressed by how well they did it honestly because I because you played on you played on your, on your keyboard and mouse, right? And I decided to stick with the controller just be- really out of curiosity because it came out on on the Xbox console and on top of that I just want to see how uh, it how how it, they make it work on a controller like if it could work on a controller because there are genres where a lot of PC fanboys will tell you it can never be done. Uh, Halo Wars 2 changed my mind. It can definitely be done. Uh, once, I mean, we played the tutorial first, the first intro mission. Yeah, we, we uh, played a couple of the campaign co-op missions. We, I think we played like three, so. Yeah, and and a, pl- a major plus I could give to this game is the fact that we pl- you invited me to your game. So you got all the um, tutorial pop-ups on how to play. Right. I didn't get any of those. Right. <laughs> Which not is, a, not right. a single right. one. And I have to say, like, I figured out how to play the game very, fairly quickly with the controller and, and, and all the buttons. Like, it was a, uh, it was inc- it was a pretty impressive showing on my end. So, as someone who, I actually played this game when it first came out. I flopped, flopped. Wow, I, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I threw, I, I threw down the full sixty on this, and I was like, I'm getting the premium edition. Yada yada yada. You're a um, dummy. You're a dumb person. No, it was it was worth it. Uh, so I actually started this game on a controller, and uh, I agree. It's I don't think it. This game is definitely. It's a it's more of a hardcore RTS. Now it's not going to be as deep as something like a uh, Supreme Commander or something, but in terms of just the basic functionality and the way that you can do things and. It, it it still works on a controller, but I felt much more comfortable with a keyboard and mouse. Whereas the first game, I felt like the the controller actually might have been better because it kind of felt like it was mapped towards a controller. Whereas this one, they had PC in mind because the original one did not come out on PC at all until the until the remake came out. Whereas this one came out on PC as long along with Xbox Day One, so they were able to sort of have that in mind. Um, but yeah, no, it's I it it still works on a controller and. It definitely takes a little bit more getting used to because there are more functionalities of it. But I still like I agree with you in that I think you can definitely play this game on a controller and not be hindered um, in any way, basically. Yeah, I mean, I was I, I was flying around the map. I was switching between units. I was selecting all units. I was, I was selecting just a group of units. Uh, it and was... that, that's the big one. The first game, you could not select <laughs> a single group of units. Why well, would it leave the gate? without that option right it's, it's, it's incredible uh but yeah like i i was doing things that i normally do in rts's that i enjoy uh without too much of a hindrance as you said like it was uh i was impressed by the control scheme and what this team was able to do with an rts on a system and the other big upgrade i would say is that the freaking field of view <laughs> um as <laughs> that that was kind of my Going back to the first one, and maybe it's just because I was on PC again over a controller, but man, 
you can actually see stuff like, you know, I can see my base and it still takes up a large portion of the screen, but it's not so far zoomed in that I can't even see if someone's attacking my base. Um, so I, that's the other big one is it just, I felt more comfortable being able to look at my groups and look at everything on the map. It just, everything just felt better in terms of playing an RTS, you know, as, as I've played probably too many RTSs in my day, it was, it felt like I was more at home with it so that I can say that. Um, but I will also say that the, on the console, cause I did pop in again, it is kind of a bummer that the X does not have a 60 frames option. Um, it just basically is 4k 30. There is no sort of, um, toggle between them, whereas a lot of games will give you like a high frame rate and they'll cap it at 1080p. Uh, cause going from 60 frames to 30 frames in an RTS, it felt weird. It felt very weird. The, the smoothness is something that I didn't think that would uh, affect me, but it definitely did. And that's, but other than that, that's the only drawback I had on the console. So, yeah. But, and uh, another thing that the another thing that I uh, I want to like because both games try to do something that was uh, relatively new, uh, and um, one thing I also want to give this game credit for is the co-op. Although I don't like it, I have to uh, I I really do respect it because it works it works well and. For whoever likes to play co-op RTS where you share resources, like it's there and it works for you. So you can play the whole campaign, I feel like, uh, in co-op mode with a with a buddy and not have any issues. Uh I personally hate that <laughs> aspect. Like, yeah. but, but it but it the thing is I was I think I, I want to give it credit because it works and it works well. Like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't any issues, it wasn't any hiccups. It's like you you and a buddy are actually running this army together. Uh, which is cool if you're into that, but if you're if you're just kind of stuck in your old ways with the RTS, you're going to wonder why you want to share resources with another person. And well, it, what's what I found weird is that like the campaign actually does it well, and I I thought it was strange that there isn't like a like a multiplayer mode like that, like a like a shared resource mode where you and a buddy, it's like a. Uh, like a duo, yeah, like a two v two to where we have to share resources because I think that's that'd be a very unique take, and it would also play in the realm of you know being uh, on a console, you know, like it's a way to basically um, use it as a plus when it should be a negative kind of thing, and that's the only thing I can really say that I, I just thought it was strange that they didn't do that. I mean, I agree with you that the co op definitely worked, um, but it took us a while to sort of figure out. Like, I'm like, why can't I build anything? Like, why does it say that we're at 100 of 100 and I've got like six units over here? It's right. like, oh, because you built a thousand grunts and they're all running around and I'm over here getting attacked. Like, so once we figured that part out, um, I think it, it presents a unique challenge and it, it really makes you sort of talk to the other person. You have to plan things out a lot more versus just sort of saying, all right, I got my army. You got your army. All right, go like. Because that's basically what breaks down to co-op is like, hey, I'm going to attack now. Can you support me? You know, right. or hey, I'm being attacked. Can you come help me out? Whereas that kind of mode would definitely be like, you know, hey, we need to actually pull our resources together. So which, I thought that was kind of a missed opportunity. But I, I agree. And and it's also sort of in some ways it's redundant because um, when you're playing online co-op, uh, I can just send you resources anyway. Right. So it's kind of that yeah uh, i guess that's true maybe but did, does anyone ever do that i wonder because like 
I don't know. That's we'll, we'll get into the nuance of it. But so before we get to sort of like the full on gameplay, um, I do want to talk briefly about the campaign because the campaign of the first game is very one notes. Um, and bad. I it's bad. Uh, bad it's yeah. I hate the, I hate the voice acting. I hate the actual acting. Uh, for, yeah, for the time, I remember liking it a lot more. There's there's some good. There's some cool stuff in there. I won't say it's good, but there's like some very cool eye candy in that first one where the second one, a lot of the cutscenes were actually done by Blur. Uh, if you're familiar with that studio, they do a lot of mocap, but mo the uh, Blur team, like they're, I don't want to say they're second to none because like, I'm thinking like studio like Naughty Dog, but they're on that level. Um, they're on that level of mocap and, you know, facial features and everything. So a lot of the cutscenes were done with that in mind. So they look really, really cool. Um, but I will say the campaign is definitely a step up, but I don't, I still don't think it's a home run in any way. I actually cared about the characters this time, but it's still an RTS. So most of the missions break down to like, Hey, um, they're attacking this thing. What are we going to do? Well, send in the army. Like that's right. kind of with, with just, with just random basic military jargon. Right. And it's and... like, it just threw, it just, it just took me out the game. Cause it was so utterly basic. And it was a disappointment because, this is Halo. You have the opportunity right. to do much, much more with your with your mythos. So it's like for you to just spit random jargon with me, give me just basic commanders. I'm like, I just don't care. I I think it gets there though. Like about halfway through, and that's a terrible thing to say. Like you got to get to the halfway point. But like you know, if if you are, if the campaign missions hold you there, like you are rewarded with some really cool stuff in the middle, like some very cool uh, characters and some fights and stuff like. But it, it, it kind of does remind me of Halo 5 in a lot of ways, and this does take place sometime between um, Halo during the Halo 5 timeline, whereas the opening cinematic for Halo 5 is the best part of the game, and that's unfortunate, but it's one of the coolest fucking things you'll ever see. And this game has a lot of that. Like, it's got some really cool Halo stuff in it. Like, you know, you, you want to see the Arbiter with the dual swords taken on people. And you get to see that in this game. So there's a lot of very cool stuff, but I'm with you. And it's just like, it's almost like they had to dumb it down a little bit to be like, well, this is still a, a console RTS. So we can't go super deep in this, in this lore. And it's like, no. And that's, that's when Halo's the coolest is that when it, it goes deep into that, when you, when you learn about master chief and when you learn about the characters that you like, it's a shame that it doesn't go deeper into that, but I I think this campaign is much better than the first one, and I definitely think it's worth a playthrough. Whereas the first one, I could say, eh, maybe skip it. But I agree. Yeah. I don't think the first one is worth a playthrough. I don't think it's like with the first one. I feel like if you're familiar with an RTS at all, skip that first. Skip the whole campaign. Just go straight online with a buddy or get somebody you learn learn the game that way. Like that's the best way to do it. With this game, I feel like it's actually, I feel like there may be a moment or two worth playing through the campaign for. I, I, I mean, I personally just don't have much care for the Halo lore, but I mean, if you if 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 you do, then it's definitely a game worth going through it for. Yeah, for sure. And as, as someone who I like Halo, but I am definitely not a Halo, um, you know, it's not in my top five franchises, but I think it's very cool. I enjoyed it. So if you are a Halo fan, like you said, it's definitely worth something hopping in. So, but we spend probably a majority of the time in just like a straight on two v two skirmish kind of mode, and that's where. And, and this is the one thing that I noticed. You know, we we we've played a lot of games together, and the way that I can tell this game is a good game in terms of keeping you focused and keeping you sort of, you know, in the game is that we stop talking, like we yeah, play, yeah. and and we're just 
silent. Like, and like, and like, that kind of sounds like a bad thing, but it's like, no, because like, we were just, we were busy doing stuff. Like, no, you're absolutely and, right. You're absolutely yeah, and we're right. going, yeah. going back and forth. And then it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, you're like, oh, shoot, I'm being attacked. Like, all right, I got you. Like, that became most of the, the conversation was just like, hey, help me out. Like, okay. Like, whereas, you know, when we play Mario Tennis or something, we're crap talking to each other, you know, something like that. So, like, that's a huge positive for me is that it, it kept us engaged in a way. And it that was not – like, our first game was not short. It was, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> so it kept us for about 38 of it because the last seven minutes was the AI kept building one freaking base and we kept having to yeah. chart around and shoot it. But so that, that's what I'll say is that in terms of, like, the base building and keeping you always, you know, building something or, or upgrading something and keeping you – in uh in the what's the word i'm looking for in the in the loop i guess you could say of keeping you of, of always upgrading it succeeds whereas i were the first one did not and this one i was always trying to do something until you know obviously like you hit the the time where it's like all right it's send the forces it's time to send in the scarab and destroy everything right and the, and there's only there's really only a few things having played other rts's that i that i uh that I wanted this game to have that I think, that I think it missed. Uh, and like one of the big things for me was the, uh, the inability to destroy units, like sacrifice a unit or something. Cause you could, you could do it with buildings of course, but with units it's like, if you make it to the max amount of units, you're kind of stuck there until they die. Right. And it's like, and if you're trying to create more, a stronger unit, I'm confused that like, maybe I didn't, maybe uh, I didn't play enough of the game to figure this out. That's possible, but having played that game, I, I really have not. I don't see a way you can destroy a unit so you could build a better unit. Right. And it's like I was kind of stuck at like a mid-tier unit. I'm just like, I just want to destroy these. So I can make new ones. And that, if I guess we can hop into, I was going to kind of save it for the end, but that is always the big, like. I, I think Halo Wars 2 is grossly underrated in terms of the RTS market. And the the one thing that people always throw out is the unit cap. Um, because a lot of RTSs do not have that. They do not have a unit cap. And you can point that to being a uh what's the word I'm looking for? A um a drawback because it's on a console, right? Like your your resources and your CPU power is sort of capped. And maybe, maybe not, like maybe that's the reason, but I don't the, the unit cap really pisses some people off. Um I don't quite get the hate. Like to me it makes me plan out more. Like it makes me look at my unit count and be like, "Okay, like I need to build this, but I've only got maybe 20 like 20 spots left, so I'm going to build this instead and then I'm going to send this group in to attack and I know they're not going to live, but it's going to give me a little bit more time to take them down as well as I'm going to do some damage to them and then I'm going to start building these units. So like to me, it plays into the strategy of it, which maybe it shouldn't. But to me, I think it's fine. I don't have any issues with it, but yeah, I mean, like it's just a different kind of challenge to get over. That's not, I, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't hate the game for that. But, uh, but like I said, like if, if, if you're going to unique, if you're going to unique at me, then I feel like you, on the other hand, you definitely have to let me destroy a unit or two. Sure. Uh, if, that, that, that would be my trade off. Because other than that, other than that, I've really had no problem with the amount of units. Uh, and then, because you kind of have enough to kind of wipe out who you need to wipe out anyway. So it's like it's not. It, it never became an issue for me. Yeah, and it's to to me. I think it. There's. I don't know if you ever got around to it, but they're kind of hard to build. But there are like super units. Um, 
there's like the scarab on the um, side of the covenant, and I can't remember the name of the ship on the um, uh, UNSC side. But like, so they take up 40 unit slots. So to me, like, that's a huge part of it because it, it's those units absolutely destroy everything. But it's a trade off in that if you want to build one, you usually have to. That, that's going to be like your main power source. Whereas if there wasn't a unit cap, you could just build them all the time. And then when you when you combine that with the the leader powers, the leader powers are a big thing in this one of that. Yes. Each, yeah. Each that, leader like has its own sort of um, ups and downs. You know, like they have passive abilities, they have active abilities, they have uh, abilities that cost resources. And when you add all of that together, I think it's it's a very fun and compelling package. Like I've ended up playing this game more than I probably should, and each you know, each game takes about 30 to 40 minutes, but I just like in, enjoying trying a different leader out, seeing how it plays into the strategy of it, which is something I'd never really have gotten with any other RTS. I completely agree with that. Uh, I think I told you after after that game that I, that I enjoy this game so much that I would actually keep it installed. Right. Uh, like, I this this is a game I could definitely go back to and will go back to and play different factions because it's like, it's... It definitely feels more like Halo Wars felt like a game to me where someone built a very uh, subpar RTS and they slapped a coat of Halo paint on it. This game feels more to me like they had more uh, resources to work f with from the Halo lore. Like, like I, I enjoyed seeing a lot of the a lot of the units, I enjoy seeing a lot of the commanders, like seeing the different units face each other looked so much like uh, those those Halo cutscene wars, was like, oh, right. this is cool. Like, I didn't get that with the first one. This one, I feel like they they all but nailed it. Like, I, I love the aesthetic, I love the look, and I love the different, I love the different factions. Yeah, and that's I, I want to, I, I actually like want to play this more but i just got other stuff to play and it that's rare like it, it that's rare for me to to want to sit down and just spend so much time with an rts even though like you know what you're going to get like i still throw in starcraft 2 every now and then just to kind of you know go back to it because that game still looks awesome but i usually pylons. only play what you need more pylons man uh, I, you know i will never get sick of seeing those pylons warp in i will say that <laughs> um but like i usually play like one or two games and i'm good you know, like, cause like it brings back the memories and everything. But with Halo Wars 2, I'm just like, man, like I can play differently with all of these leaders. Like they completely, I shouldn't say completely change, but they definitely can change your strategy. And that's something like, I, I, you just don't get that. And, and like you said, where this game has style, like this game has some Halo ass style. And when Halo is rocking on its style, that game is freaking sweet. Like completely agree. Completely it's got, agree. It's got its own look and it's got its own feel and somehow they managed to make a RTS game feel like Halo still. And like you said, whereas the first one, it just it felt like a, a very rigid RTS game with a controller in mind. And then they're like, hey, we got ODSTs. That's cool, right? Like right. ODSTs are sweet. Right. No, I mean like you're you're absolutely right. Um like as someone who like I'll put Halo Two is in, in, in top of my one of my favorite games of all time, but having played the Halo series since then, for me personally, it was hard pressed to find another Halo game or many other or, let's, or many other Halo games that gave me that feeling 
that you just described of, wow, this is Halo. This feels like Halo. Uh, it has a Halo uh, aesthetic, the Halo feel, the Halo fun factor. Uh, I will say, like, this Halo Wars 2, it kind of has that. Like, right. like, 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 playing, like, playing, like, it was cool seeing, like, brutes and stuff jump around as they do in the Halo proper series. I'm just like, this is, they, they definitely put more thought care and and work into creating a halo experience as much as they created an rts experience yeah and that's and that, that's got to be the the difference in that ensemble and creative assembly they make rts's you know like that that's what that studio does and them being able to sort of work with 343 to me that was the perfect synergy and i really want to commend microsoft for because they didn't have to do that like they could have in in a in an era where like first party studios are becoming the de facto way to make games they could have made a new studio they could have gave it to 343 they could have gave it to rare you know microsoft has first party studios but instead they went to the people that make rts's and that's i i I just want to say like that's that was the right call um now i will say as someone who played this game when it first came out yeah that when this game came out it was buggy as hell but i can say with with certainty that it's it's fixed now um uh, those game breaking bugs in the camp. It was mainly the campaign. The campaign was super bugged, uh, but luckily the the core game was not that bugged. But everything has been fixed now. But I and it's just it, it's I I, I kind of feel like this game shouldn't exist and be as good as it is. And that's just kind of why I I just really think it's underrated. And to kind of tie it all back into me saying that, I guess uh, is just that this is a it's a fun game. Like it shouldn't exist, and not only should it not exist, but it's really freaking good and. Yeah, that's yeah, it's good. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to put more on top of that because, uh, like like I said, like it, it gave me that feeling of playing Halo again. The only thing, like like not the only thing, but one like one major thing that I really missed in this like, while playing online, however, was um, like Halo is pretty much in the Halo zone for for quite a few things, and one of the things is the music. The oh, first yeah. the first game. Halo Wars One. I will give it credit for having, like, when you're wrapping up a a, a game in that, the music ramps up like a like um like Dota Two or League of Legends style, where like the music starts ramping up and it starts like it, it, it Halo fast is playing that the, that dope violin is like real cool. Like you're about to win the game is like it's, it's built into this apex where it's like, but in Halo Wars Two, it just kind of ends. Yeah, and yeah, I, it's sort and, of anticlimactic. Yeah, and I, and I and I do wish it did have something more, have more of an umph to the ending. Yeah, I I wonder because um, there are different modes. Like we we mainly play deathmatch, which is basically just straight up RTS. But they do have like a blitz mode and stuff where it's kind of like a tower to not tower defense, a um capture the point sort of thing. So I wonder if those modes, as it gets closer, if if it will play that. But but no, that that that's a good point. Yeah. But even throughout, I would I would like some sort of like bed of of Halo music. Yeah, I w- the campaign has it for sure, but the yeah the, exactly yeah the sort of regular sort of verses does not have it. But but no, I you know I, it's it's hard to go into the super minute details of like units and everything. But I think that the, all of the, on both sides, this game has the the UNSC and the Covenant, and I think both sides have a good balance of power versus. Um, strategy sort of thing i think the i personally like playing as the covenant more because i feel like they're sort of the advanced class whereas unsc is very much a um i don't want to call it basic but it's more to the point versus you know a having a diverse 
set of units when you're the covenant pays off more, I think, in the end, whereas you can really just get stuff done with the UNSC of just like, I'm going to build a lot of these power units and have a couple of these flying units and you're pretty much good to go. Um, and when you combine that again with the leader powers, it's it's a lot of fun. So, But um, I, I think it's safe to say that I think I think we're going to recommend this one. Uh, I, I agree. I absolutely so, agree. It's still installed on my computer right now. Yeah, so I, I, I think you could say you could pass it on. Pass it on to your friends. Oh, no? there you go. There Does that you work? Go. Does I that think, work? I, I, I think we nailed it. I'm probably going to change my mind in the next episode. <laughs> so not don't pass on it, but pass it on. See, it's even uh, like a play on it's just those two words. Like you just flip those two words and there you go. Like I think you nailed it. Yeah. But I'm changing it next, next, next episode. Well, I'll have to come up with something more clever. So, So Halo Wars 2. On Xbox Game Pass, on PC, and on Xbox, give it a shot if you've got Game Pass. Uh, $39.99 is a little steep, though. I will say that. Like, that's the regular price. You can definitely get it much cheaper if you buy a disc, you know, um, even from, I think Walmart even had it for like $14.99. But if you're a digital kind of person, it's still kind of pricey. Uh, I think that's probably too high. But I think if you've got Game Pass, oh, I would definite. say. It's a definite you have Game I, Yeah, I would say. Definitely, definitely play this one. Out of all the games that we've talked about so far, I think this might be the most recommended. I really like The Messenger. I really, really like that game. But, but The Messenger is kind of like, like I said, like I said during that show, if you're, if you're under twenty five, yeah. you're not really going to get yeah. the full point of it. Yeah, you're not gonna like get it. Whereas <laughs> or, or, so. or this, whereas Halo Wars Two is like, everyone grew up on Halo. Everyone understands like the basic the basic idea of Halo, and you get that Halo feeling in a different genre that works, and yep. I can't and I, and I can't stress that enough. And and the cops are coming apparently to to take you away. Yeah, um, we, gotta, we gotta wrap this up real quick. <laughs> so before before we go, so normally we have the next game picked out, but we don't have a game picked out yet. Oh, so I shit. thought. I thought maybe we do a live Halo Wars spin. Three. Oh Halo yeah, I w- I would play that. See, but that's the thing. I don't. You almost don't need it. Like Halo Wars Two is that good. Like I don't really need a Halo Wars Three. Star- StarCraft Two it up. Just add some add some expansions. Call it a day. I mean, I all right. I'm done with that. So should I do this? Should I hit the surprise me button live during this app and let it pick the game for us? <laughs> Man, I don't want to play that. <laughs> See, that's, all right. So before you hit before, first of all, I agree. You should do that. But all right. What I like about doing this, quote unquote, off the air, is uh, I can say, oh no, I don't want to play that game. <laughs> right. Back out. So but no, we're going, we're going to lock into this. So let's let's see what we got. All right. Well, before before I do it, what I'm going to say is like, if it's a game you've already played, obviously we're not going to. And if it's a, there's one game I refuse to play in there. It's <laughs> it's probably going to come up, and the reason is is because I've already played it. And I don't want to basically um, play it again kind of thing. Like, I, I hated it very, very much. So, live on the air, I'm going to hit the button. Are you ready? All right, we're ready to do this. Oh, man, it's it's spinning. It's spinning. And, it, oh, for, oh, there it goes. Night Call. What the hell is Night Call? What the fuck call? is that? Uh, is rated M. Description, a mysterious serial killer stalks the streets of modern-day Paris. The body count rises, and the police are no closer to catching the culprit. 
You are a taxi driver and survivor of the killer's most recent attacks, having barely escaped with your life. You have seven nights to help find the killer, or the police will pin it on you. These next few shifts will be far from ordinary. There you go. Oh, man. I'm I'm, going to watch this trailer right now. It's it's two minutes. So it's rated M, sexual themes. Oh, man, we're going to play it. So it looks like this is um, available only on Xbox Xbox Game Pass for PC. So next episode will be Night Call from Raw Fury. Um, Oh, that's published by Raw Fury, developed by Monkey Moon. And Black Muffin Studio. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gonna like this. I'm not like this. <laughs> so tune in next time for Night Call. Oh, uh, if you find us on any of your podcast services of choice, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Please give us a rating. Oh, Let us know so what boring. you think. You can find us on Twitter at For the Love of Gaming. You can check out our YouTube at Platform for Gamers. Yeah, I should really synergize those. That maybe that's that'll be my project this week. I'll change our Twitter to Platform for Gamers since For Love of Gaming has died a very Gruesome, um, horrible death. No, it was a very noble death. It ten years or something like that. So, rest now, sweet prince. But that's gonna do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time. Good day, sirs. <laughs>